Hi guys. Welcome back to Love That For You. My name is Julia. This is my husband, Pat. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> so annoying. Love so That For You is annoying. a cute and fun podcast that we started and yeah. Anyway. That is not what this is about. No. Today we're, we're recording. Here we are. Here we are. And um, Pat's drinking a Truly. I'm having a truly. I guess we're just going to start. I feel like guilty about this because what we're drinking used to kind of be like a staple of some of the episodes. We used to make like good drinks every week. Yeah. And I feel like we've we'll been lacking. Especially we s- with summer though. Like I feel like summer is going to be a good time to start making like spritzers and fun mm. girly drinks that you're going to love. Yeah. Yeah, true. But I feel like every week now it's just been like, oh, I'm having a truly or... I don't know, a couple weeks there, we didn't even say anything or we were drinking nothing. But yeah, the weather's been getting nicer and I keep giving Julie a hard time. We're like sitting on the couch, like five or six o'clock at night. I'm like, oh, let's go up to our rooftop. Like, we'll just go sit up there, soak in a little bit of the sun. I keep saying, all right, grab me a Truly and we'll go up. Okay. And we didn't have Trulys. I have to say though, Trulys aren't my favorite like seltzers, you know, we don't usually drink these. They're not bad i I, really I personally like, don't love seltzers in general okay but let me just recommend one my friend kelly brought over lover boy which mm. i guess it's from like sunset it's the show like the reality show sunset something sunset do you know what that is no i don't okay it's called lover boy they're really good i think they're it's um like spiked tea rather than a spiked seltzer that's what the yeah lover it just Boys tastes were. like i don't know it just tastes like a seltzer like without alcohol but it has alcohol in it yeah but oh. they're tea the Lover Boys? Yes, I'm pretty sure. With alcohol? Yes. Okay. Yes. So. But yeah. But we do need to get back into doing some more of these, what we're drinking, have some good cocktail ideas. We were pretty excited about it for a little bit because we got yeah. the bar going and all yeah. that. But We have a we, lot of like um, bitters, mixer mm, drinks, stuff like that. We were at a bar the other night. And when I say bar, we were sitting at a table at a restaurant. And the bartender came over and was talking to me and uh, gave me a really good recommendation for a drink that he made. Um, so I'm excited to make it. It was a tamarind oh, yeah. mezcal margarita. Um, so tamarind is a T-A-M-A-R-I-N-D. It's a, I don't know if it's a fruit. I think it's a fruit. But is it a Mexican fruit? Yeah, yeah, it was a Mexican restaurant we were at. So that was like the flavoring. They like make the juice um, right there in-house. Like they boil the tamarind, which I guess, I don't know, releases whatever. And then they use that as the base for the the margarita. And the guy made it with mezcal. So it's just really good. But yeah, we're not drinking that right now, unfortunately. So So the the other exciting thing going on this week um julia and i will both get our second round of vaccines yeah i was um, gonna say that because we're basically pot's making me chug a lot of water liquids today because we heard that that could help with side effects yeah yeah a lot of the 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 side effects um or i was i was googling and just hearing from folks about ways to minimize the the side effects to the vaccines and one of them we constantly saw was just hydrate 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 so actually my grandma told me this too yeah and she had no side effects but well that's because she's 140 years old but 
Yeah. I hate, and- like, the idea of looking forward to potentially feeling, like, really ill the next day. I've had so many mixed things from other people, so we're just going to at least try to be hydrated before and after and see if that maybe helps. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think if there's anything we can do to help limit our side effects, we might as well do it. Yeah. So we've just been chugging, like, Gatorades and water and all that fun stuff today. Yeah. So another fun thing we... um we've been doing i know we talked about a couple episodes ago just kind of re re going on some of our wedding stuff we've picked a um we've picked a date we've picked a venue going through the invite list um trying to figure out some what we're going to wear actually julia knows what she's going to wear i got to figure out what i'm going to wear doing some trying to figure out rehearsal dinner i have had my dress obviously but it was just like basically sitting at nordstrom for a long time where we're keeping it, I think, until closer to the wedding. But we went to look, try to do the Pat's suit because there's a vision here for the wedding. Mm. And I still need him to buy something for the night before. But Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. I'm going to figure out what I got to wear the night before. No. That's um, what's not happening. That this, is what drives me insane. So at this point, we are... Six months um, before the wedding, and Julia can't sleep at night because she worries about what I'm going to wear the night before. It's not the only thing. But it's a hot topic, and so I've started, and I've got to start looking at what I'm going to wear the night before. Um, So We're confirming like a rehearsal dinner. Yeah, trying to... Trying to do it all. Guys, wedding planning is not easy. There's so much to do. And the fact that we're doing this a second time without having had a party already, it's like, it's just like enough. We're just very like over it. But on another note, today is we've been, well, today, which is yesterday for you guys, we've been married for 10 months. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I was just talking to Viv today or yesterday on the phone we FaceTimed and we were just like talking about how it's been 10 months because when we were living with her, like we weren't married yet. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just crazy that more than a year has gone by and I know. we've been married for almost a year. That yeah. is wild. To yeah, me. it's crazy. It's probably something that would uh, fit into this episode, um, even though we don't really have a spot for it. But Well, it's kind of why we, the episode today is based on just we've had a few like relationship conversations recently and like um things have been you know hard and good and bad and great and i think that we had like a i'm very like closed off when it comes to like conversation but it shows in my emotions and i think pat is like kind of the opposite like i can't ever really tell what he's thinking but like we both know when something's up and we'll go a few days without saying anything and then i like burst basically <laughs> Um, so we kind of, yeah. that's kind of what happened. Yeah. So this, this episode kind of stems from that. Julia and I having some conversations about life and our relationship stems a little bit from last week's episode. You know, we did the episode about, um, lessons learned the hard way and, and people's experiences with that. And, you know, we we're just kind of sitting thinking and like tying it all together and it's, so the episode here is just going to be all about, you know, um, what I have written down is things they never told you about the things they always told you about, 
right? So like, I don't know, real quick, like an, a, a quick example is like save money, right? How many times have you heard that throughout your whole life? Save money, save money, right? From the time you're a kid, you're like, let me get a piggy bank. Yeah. And then they never tell you or you're never like fully taught why save money, how to save money, where do you save money, like how much money to save. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many things. So we were just like, what can we get into in kind of a short um, like episode where we talk about the things that are never talked about, but things that we're all like aware of and have been told about. You guys will get a little insight to like our, I mean, to things that are happening to us and we're being very like vulnerable and open here because this is obviously coming from like real situations for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But something that's like, yeah, like what I think about is, you know, if we're talking about relationships, it's like you're, and this was one of them, you're like, you're born and you know that your parents, whether they're married or not, like, you know, you kind of like an, um, what's the word when you're like born with something already? Mm, Like innate. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's not that technically, but like, you know, that couples are supposed to find each other and you're supposed to fall in love and live happily ever after. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then you're well, like, well, why? And Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I guess we can get into the, the first one. Julia just yeah. kind of introduced it. So the first thing we have written down um, and, and the cliche we kind of have written in quotes, like the cliche is kind of what always gets said, but there's so many things to it that are never talked about. Mm-hmm. So the first cliche we have written down is like, find the person of your dreams. And I think we are all told that, um, you know, you're told not to be, don't settle, don't be, you know, don't give in, don't just get married because of, or date this person for whatever reason, like, you know, strive to have the best, find the best person for you. It's not the person you can live with. It's the person you can live with. But that's the stuff that's talked about now. Like, when you're young, you watch Disney movies. Well, yeah, this is tied to it. Yeah. It's all like put into our heads that like love and marriage and relationships are this like glamorous, like strive for the best, like amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know. I think of it now and I, this is one of my big complaints always with uh, The Bachelor or Bachelorette. The show? The show. That it's like symbolized in somebody giving a rose. And I think it downplays a lot of the um, like the true meanings behind love and relationships. And and it's just or I mean, I think about like Cinderella, right? Mm -hmm. She found love because somebody found her shoe and they were. um, Yeah, like that is the princess and they lived happily ever after. Like. From a young age, yeah, we're told like happily ever after is the goal. And, you know, that's what we're all like kind of striving for. And I think that's hard because we all have this expectation going into relationships. I mean, so another thing we have written down is talking about like the honeymoon phase of marriage, the honeymoon phase of relationships. It's like we have this expectation that that's always what love is going to be like. That's always what love is going to be. Uh, relationships are always going to be and coming from me coming from julia right now like that's not the case yeah i think like you know something that we're dealing with now and i think it's brought on times 10 by covid but i think like i'm happy to be like real about it with people because this is i think people think that 
like you're saying, your relationship is supposed to be like rainbows and butterflies all at all times. But I mm-hmm. kind of find that like, well, one of our talks recently was like, we enjoyed our, like there's some days there's just nothing for us to talk about because we're working, <laughs> we're together all the time. We know everything about each other. And like, in reality, you would be traveling for work, et cetera. And we yeah. had a conversation and we were like, some of our best conversations recently are like, when we're in the car or like when we're doing random things and I think it's just like realizing that, you know, those conversations are the ones that like kind of teach us stuff and like I've actually, when we have conversations about how things maybe aren't going really well, then we like learned a lot and we're like, okay, it's good to know that we're both feeling this way and that like we can actually communicate and we can talk about it and realize it and like figure things out like and that's mm-hmm. like the challenging part of like how, why i think we're like really good together and like why love matters and why we got married because we're mm-hmm. able to like go through like hard shit and challenges and like figure it out yeah yeah i mean definitely like the i think our ability to like face head on some of the challenges we have and I, we've talked about it before like our ability to communicate with each other is strong is good i don't know what the term is but that is something that is like the foundation to our relationship uh, is like the communication and i think um, eventually yeah we get to a point where we're like okay we need to talk and figure things out yeah it's like obviously it's not always like oh it's communication time you know what i mean yeah but that's not because of our relationship that's because how we are as individuals yeah i'm not a person that's always like Oh, let me tell you about this. I just thought it for one second. Like, that's how you are. Yeah. I'm the person that's like, oh, I thought this. Let me think about it more. Give me a couple yeah. days I'm and very, then I'll like, speak impulsive, it up. Which yeah. it's hard because I'm very impulsive. So like when I have thoughts, I like need to tell Pat ASAP. And I need to like get it off my chest almost mm-hmm. so that it can be like not only in my head. And yeah. when he's doing that, I like want him to tell me like what happened, what went on, what blah, blah, blah. And he's like... I'm still processing and I'm like, okay, that is not how I work. But it's like realizing that like, you know, we both work different ways and like be, if you're able to realize that about like love and relationships, then like that is the reason why people get married and why you find a match. Yeah. I think all of this is to say like, you know, if we could edit the cliche, the thing that we're all told, the thing like the vision that we're all given Uh, as you know kids growing up is like yeah like still find the person of your dreams like still strive for that like still go for that but know that it's not going to be easy know that it's going to be hard know that it's not always oh i found their glass shoe and now we live happily ever after strive for that want that but know that that's not the process to actually what makes love and relationships work yeah i feel like also something to bounce off that is like We were talking about, I feel like I just saw a TikTok or something about this, but it was like, sorry, I had to clear my throat. Um, You, when when there's a moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I've never had this specific moment, but when it's like, oh my gosh, is this actually my person? Like if you have like a freak out moment and you realize that you do have like problems and you like maybe for the first few few years you have no issues and everything's perfect, blah, 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 just how you want it. And then you start to like, you know, get annoyed at the little things this person does and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with that. And then you have to think about like, this would happen with any person. Like if you had one soulmate in the world, like if you if you were dating Bradley Cooper, mm-hmm. any famous person that you think is going to be so much better and you're like, oh, I would, you know, it is not going to be any better. 
you know. There's always going to be some type of challenge. Like, no matter who the person is, it's always going to be something. And I think, like, realizing that in your relationships are, like, important because you think that, like, these – this person's going to be better or this person's going to – and I'm not saying settle because it's not that, but it's, like, realizing yeah. that, like, you have to be able to work through challenges with anyone. Yeah. And there's always going to be a better time for a better person or blah, blah, but that's, like, inevitable, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of times I have conversations with people and they're like, oh, I'm not in a serious relationship. I'm struggling. I've never been in a serious relationship like this. You mean because they want it? They want yeah, people who want it. But it's always, and then I'm like, oh, have you been on any dates recently? And they're like, yeah, I went on this date, but um, this guy didn't, uh, like, yeah, we had a good time, but this guy didn't, I'm trying to think of an example, didn't X, Y, Z, right? He yeah. didn't. He didn't say this or he didn't do this. It's like, well, stop being so hard on that darn guy. Like, mm -hmm. if you had a good time, have a good time and right. be okay, right? Like, every relationship is going to kind of have those. But he didn't do this or yeah. she didn't say that. It's like, you've got to be able to kind of get over and get on with it. But yeah, and it's not easy. It's no. like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. all right. So, that was the first one. That one, we kind of went a little more detailed than we will probably no. on. Why? I like the details. Something like that one obviously is kind of near and dear to, to us and kind of what we're living, how we're doing is, yeah. you know, th yeah, the finding well, the person of your dreams, like go for it, do it, but know that it's going to be hard. They're going to be sacrificed. There's going to be challenge. I just need and, to point out really quick. Let's hear it. I just feel like, I mean, the thing I'm saying too is like, we're, I'm, we're telling you guys that like we're giving you the ins of our relationship because it's not always perfect. And whatever I put out on Instagram may be something I'm putting out different on the podcast because it's like I want to be open. And I feel like what I'm saying is like, yeah, we go, we're going through this like – I wouldn't even call it a rough patch because we're here having this conversation. And at the end of every day, we rarely go to bed like mad at each other. Mm -hmm. um, and we're always like communicating and figuring it out. But yeah, we do have like – these moments of like, what the fuck kind of, mm -hmm. and I just, that's how this kind of came. So I just want to put that out there. The next one, um, something we're told, you know, I think from a, a young age is about our jobs, about work, about. Well, it's like, it's like the world revolves around work from the yeah. day you're born. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I have written down is like, go get a good job. Right. I think we're. That is the stigma. Yeah. Well, it's not that you shouldn't go get a good job. It's just a good job is defined by a lot of different things, right? Like yeah. a good job means a lot of different things. Especially, but like we're tonight. we're trained, you know, from I don't know. I think about being young and like just kind of learning in school, right? It's like science, technology. Um, what the heck is the engineering and math? Right. Like those are the ways you get a good job. Like these are the ways you do this. Mm -hmm. Like these are the the highly sought after skills. These are the people that are going to be rich. These and I don't even to, to this day, I don't know why that is. Yeah, I don't know why it is either. But yeah. it, it's kind of the narrative we're told um, in the education system. I'm trying to think of, you know, different stories and there's got to be a movie i should be i should have written down before that i can think of, of like i don't know like the storyline where somebody's trying oh. to get their job and they do it and they're great and you know like well the one i forget what it was we watched oh. one recently what we watched something that was like um animated and it was just like a 
10 minute clip yeah and it was like this dad and the boy yeah. and he like the boy was like really into art and stuff and the parents were like you have to go to school you have to do all this and like i think eventually they realized like what he actually wanted to do was something yeah. different than what school was teaching him yeah and it wasn't saying not to go to school it was just like you're allowed to also have other yeah like the passions, passions outside of like what you learn in the education system which right? is and something we should learn in the education yeah, system. yeah of course of course and um damn it i just had a point that i completely forgot I, I darn it i just had a point that was in my head that i i would you well, went one sentence that made me forget exactly lose my train of thought but um. yeah i mean that um that animated little short film you're talking about i remember exactly what it is i mean it's the kid wants to i think play violin or he plays an instrument yeah. yeah and his dad is like no you know we need you to go to school and, and kept you know like they show sad. the kid like struggling at school because yeah. he's not interested in math or technology yeah. you know whatever and like after school he leaves and goes and thrives you yeah. know in music class and like you know just the different um experience of it and oh i think the point i was gonna say i tie this to i brought it up i think i brought it up last week's episode and i brought it up in other episodes um you know like uh, I've had jobs in the past that were like my dream job, like things I've mm -hmm. sought for, things I wanted to accomplish. And then it's like, damn, the day to day to this kind of stinks. Mm -hmm. Like some parts of this really suck. And I think that's um, like what I have written down for this, like, you know, get a good job. Like, what does that mean? And the mindset and understanding that a lot of quote unquote good jobs are boring as heck. You're not going to like your coworkers. You're not going to like your boss. You're not going to like you know, doing the same thing. The monotony of it is going to be, you know, drive you crazy. Mm -hmm. And we're trained um, to get a good job, but not how to think about for ourselves what, and I'm doing air quotes again, what a good job means. Yeah. Because a good job for me means something very different than a good job for Julia, which mm -hmm. means something different than, you know, the the next person. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean... It's also about like this ties into like what we and I do people do talk about this, but it's like we don't actually understand it. Like what we're learning in school, like I think maybe college is different than high school, but there's just like or like uh, grade school. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that I wish I knew that I wish I learned in in school. Like number one, yeah, taxes. Well, first of all, I can't even wrap my head around that at all still to this yeah. day. Like it still freaks me out and I just don't understand. And there's nothing that – like no one told me that I was going to have to do these things. Like mm. no no one. I swear yeah. I was like 19 and my dad was like, Julia, we, we got to talk about your taxes. And I was like, what is that? Like I yeah. just don't – I never – no one ever taught me. No one ever told me about money. Mm -hmm. Like and then and then all these kids are 18 and they're – about to go to college and they're gonna you know maybe have all this debt and they don't understand yeah and it's like why why yeah. aren't we taught any of this yeah i would have yeah benefit sorry i would have benefited from that so much more than i would have from learning about the mayans mm -hmm. in history class you know what i mean yeah it's like yeah and you touched on one of the other ones we had written down and i taught i brought it up earlier but like yeah the the why we're not taught like personal finances in school why we're not taught about taxes why we're not taught about i'm trying to think are we you know <laughs> like did i learn about finances and i just like hated it then and didn't no no i mean not unless the education system has significantly changed yeah, you're definitely not taught about 
Yeah, you, and I even mean, there like, may be business classes, but even then, they're like even an like elective. science. For me, I mean, I guess like we had to take chemistry and bio and physics, yeah, which is important. But I didn't need that. Yeah, I don't need to know. I need to know science. Like I feel like I would have rather known like the science of like medical stuff or like yeah. things that are important. When it's like, unless I want to go into like yeah. bio, I don't. I don't want to learn about that for yeah. a whole class. Yeah, and. I'm sure there's somebody listening right now who understands better our public school education system and and yeah. why we're taught those things about, you know, biology, chemistry and I I don't think our point is that like we didn't need those or we don't want those or but are there other things that could be more pertinent to everybody mm-hmm. on a more broad scale? That could have been added um, in, yeah. Yeah, added in instead of XYZ, could we have done you know, some mm-hmm. of the things we just Because, like, yeah, some are but, needed, especially as a kid. I feel like there are things that are, like, yeah, yeah you need to learn how to write and read. And, yeah. you know, those are important. And, yeah, I think it's more like high school yeah. for me. And, yeah, you're right. Other people maybe disagree. It's not about, like, did we not need those? It's just, like, they're just things that aren't talked about. I, I still know nothing about things that I, like, need to know today. Still know nothing about taxes. I don't even want to talk about the word taxes because it, yeah. I have a flame in my brain yeah. right now. Yeah. So uh, all that little uh, side conversation stemmed from how we were talking about <sighs> the cliche of, like, get a good job. And, yeah. you know, just, you know, we were talking if we could change that cliche. What would we change about it? And we would take it from something that just says, like, get a good job and make it say something like, get a good job that works for you. Right. So, like, yeah, everybody's I'm to think, like, what else makes sense? Cause it's like, yeah, I guess what works for you. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's definition of a good job is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit. You know, some people who, who do have, you know, the nine to five cubicle job love it, right? That is their ideal perfect job. And those are people that are, you know, happy as could be. That doesn't work for a lot of people. That doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for you. So that, that good job doesn't, wouldn't be the same carryover for us. Mm-hmm. I, I also think, you know, when I think about jobs, you know, I've been having this conversation with uh, actually somebody at work and talking to them and you know, they actually brought it up saying they constantly have to remind themselves that work is just work yeah, and that it's kind of a means to an end for them, right? Like they have the job, they need to keep their boss happy so they don't lose their job and they get a paycheck mm-hmm. and they're happy. And like, you know, for them, that's great. Like that works, you know, if they're able to, to do that, then that's great. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Okay. So the, the next one we have written down here, um, and this is something we will all think about or all relate with, right? It's just the the um, idea we're all told of be healthy, right? Be healthy. From the time you're young, it's eat your fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, go run around in the yard, get some energy out, um, be healthy. Which we like agree with. It's not like... Yeah, yeah. And, and this is one of those one that um, like... Be healthy, like yeah, we we all agree with we all, Julia and I, meaning we, yeah. we both agree that people need to be healthy. People should be healthy. The kind of the our argument against this kind of cliche is, what the heck does be healthy mean? 
And I think and, it's like, yeah, about that healthy is being healthy is just different for everyone. It's so different for so many different people. And which is why it turned into like a religion in the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Literally sitting on the couch in front of or on the table in front of us, we have plant based, diet friendly, earth balance, vegan cheddar Guys, squares. These, this is, they're so good. They're better than regular Cheez Its. I, side they, note. They are delicious. They're really good. It's very delicious. Very good. And I don't even care what's in them other than the fact that they're vegan. I don't know if they're healthy. They're just an option. Yeah. But <laughs> what so Julia is saying about over the past 10 years, there's been a boom in the culture around yes. eating and the different fads, the different trends, the different do this, not that. And all of that to come back and say, like being healthy means different things for different people. You know, I know there's been a huge over the past... I don't know, maybe decade or so, a huge uh, shift in what a healthy body looks like. I think about for the better. You know, I think it was like worse before, and now it's kind for of a more inclusive vision of what healthy is. Yeah. Right. I think about you know Victoria's Secret models. I think about you know the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Right. A couple decades ago, we know what those pictures looked like. Yeah. And there's been an evolution to change those bodies, change those, not change those bodies, change the image of what those bodies look like. Like yeah. who should be the representative of, you know, lingerie. Mm -hmm. We don't ever need everyone to be a tall, thin woman. Mm -hmm. We don't need, you know, sports illustrated. You're only allowed to wear a bikini if you're, you know, six feet tall, busty, big butt, tiny waist. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. So like the vision of health and what being healthy means has changed. Mm -hmm. And I think probably in even a shorter time frame, the discussion around mental health needs to be brought into that. Um, yeah. What that health being, be healthy means. Yeah. What do you mean? Like we are always taught what we put in our body makes us healthy or what actions like, okay, if I eat an app, apple and I go for a run, then I can be healthy. Yeah. But that's I, not only taking, that's not taking into account my mental health and the yeah. things I need to do to impact my yeah, health. Yeah. I think it leads into so many things. Like my immediate thoughts are like the, how hard I am on myself about like being healthy from, from so many different perspectives because like. You know, growing up, we ate whatever. We ate fine. And then yeah. my mom did a lot of research. And, like, now, like, foods are important to me. Like, I do believe in, like, the food equals, like, a healthy mind and body. Um, but, yeah, there are other people who have different ways of eating, different ways of working out or not working out. And maybe that's good for their mental health. I think, like, we all know and at some point need to be – there is a healthy and an unhealthy but that doesn't mean some whoever like us being vegetarian mm -hmm. means we're healthier than any like that is not that's just what we feel like we need to do. So, but yeah, for like mental health, there's like it's like a whole other thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's necessarily a healthy and an unhealthy because it's there all well, We watch 600 pound life, you don't think that's unhealthy? So, I think you're kind of <laughs> playing into what some of the negative body image no stuff. i'm not i i agree they all have health medical issues because they yeah. are so obese yeah i i think they're right like collectively we can all look at that and say that is unhealthy right but they're 600 pounds 
a month ago, they were, could have been 700 pounds. So does that mean they're healthier now? Yeah, they're in a better health position than they were then, right? They could have been, I don't know, like health is more inclusive of your body shape, your body weight. Yeah, yes, yes. And it's, right? I I know people who are big and overweight that are some of the happiest people and their mental health is way better than, than, you know, some people who worry so much about what they're putting in Mm -hmm. their body, what they're, you know, eating or not. Yeah, I think it's what you're saying is like, it's very personal and like we judge very quickly. So it's like you see someone on the street, they're so overweight and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. They're probably so unhealthy when maybe they've actually lost 300 pounds. They're on the right track. They're eating, like, you just don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, the show is the show, but. <laughs> yeah. The show definitely paints it in a <laughs> They're a like, you have heart to, problems. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's meant to be. But, yeah. Yeah. So, what's our point? <laughs> so, I think the point is we're always told, like, the cliche, be healthy, you know, eat your apple, go for a run. That. Being healthy includes a broader, bigger discussion. And it's like, no one has to know like your health journey. Like you don't have to explain mm-hmm. what you're doing to other people. Like they don't have to know what's making you feel healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, okay, here, me admittedly, like I'm sitting here drinking a truly, right? I think a lot of people would say, um, your relationship with alcohol is too too much, right? And like your wife, <laughs> yeah, my wife. But well, I was just going to say, I was that in a conversation with, with my buddy the other day, and he sent me a text of a picture saying, "Admittedly, I'm having this beer because I need like a stress break." Yeah, and that's what it's for. That is what like red wine at night is for. Yeah. help you sleep. You yeah. know. Yeah, and and it's. I couldn't say back to him, put that down, be healthier. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no, it's serving a purpose for yeah. him. And just, I don't know, the the healthy um, discussion well, is just alco- a big yeah. and broad. With alcohol too, I feel like it's also mentally and physically that plays a huge part because it's like you go out with, like for me, it's like sometimes like I'll go out and I like, I don't want to drink. And then you get like judged for not drinking. Yeah. Like there's just so much around like, what to do and what not to do. Like if you feel this, like I think people are coming around to the idea of like, just let everyone do what they want to do and whatever makes you happy, makes you happy. And like, there's less judgment, but yeah. Yep. We're on the same page. (laughs) Okay. So another one was, I don't know how to explain this from the topic of our like title, um, that you are young one time, but I think it's like, because it's cliche, like everyone says that, but they don't really talk about like, like if some, I just wish, I guess this came from me thinking like you always, we always say like you're young once, live. And then like, I, I do look back to like when I feel like I had a better mental health, honestly, like when you're a kid and if somebody would have like come into my ear and been like, you're only this, you're going to, you're going to be grown up soon. Like just enjoy it. But at the same time, it's like, I was enjoying it because I wasn't thinking about what I'm thinking about now. And time flies so quickly, but that's because like you're young and you are enjoying it. So I'm kind of like contradicting myself because you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to say that like 
time flies and you have to enjoy it, but it's harder to do when you're older than it is when you're younger. And I think yeah. that's because you look back and you're like, oh, I wish I could go back to being young. But you lived when you were young the way you were supposed to and time flew, but that's because you were enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is... Um, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I think you I, guys are... You I don't know. I, I think of, right, when I was a newborn baby... When I was so young, fresh <laughs> out of the womb, right? Yay. A newborn baby, all you want to talk and think about is like, oh, when did when is the baby going to walk? Mm-hmm. Right? When is the baby going to talk? Right? And then they walk and start talking. And it's like, That's oh, when do they go anyone. to kindergarten? Oh, great. Oh, when did they go to here? How do they do in school? Like, it's always about what's next. And then you become uh, 15 years old. And all you can think about is getting your license. Oh my God. Right? And I then you get your license. Stop. Yeah. And then all you think about college. is college. I'm so young. I just want to go to college. I just guy. need to be free. I need space. Right? And then you go to college. All you can wait on is be 21 and go to bars. Yeah. And we all know this. Like, yeah. We still do this. We know yeah. that. Yeah. I, and it, yeah. it's, and I know you're, we're all told, you know, like soak it in, right? You're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. Or you're going to look back on it. And I don't know. It's like a big nostalgia, nostalgic feeling for me when I always get like this with certain moments because I think like, like when we were home for different holidays and we're spending with our family and we're actually living it and it's so fun and we're in the moment. And as soon as we leave, we get so upset because we're like, it's never going to happen again that same way. Mm -hmm. And it's so nostalgic. But at the same time, it's like that's going to happen with everything. And the fact that you feel that way is almost the exact feeling of what you're supposed to feel about living in the moment. Because it's like, how do you describe living in the moment? If you think about it too much, then you're not in the moment. If you're not thinking about it, then you are. Mm -hmm. And then after you realize how sad it is that it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard because I think, I don't know. That's like... Live in the moment. Like, what does that actually mean? It's so like, if somebody hard. could explain that to me, that would be helpful. How do it you actually is, do it? Like, it's about living in the moment, but like, it's also about looking forward to things. And like, w- when I went to Salad Core this morning, was I s- super excited? I was excited to be done. Yeah. Like, I can't be in the moment for things that are like, like, it was nice to get out. I appreciated being, like, by myself, in my own thoughts. I did appreciate, like, working my muscles. And, like, I am really, like, not thinking about anything else there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not realizing that until afterwards. And then yeah. when it's done, I'm like, oh, that was that was good. But during it, I'm like, all right, I, I'm about to be done. Like, I'm done with this. You're like, my legs hurt so much. Yeah. I'm breathing heavy. How do I, I get don't this know what be- I think being yeah. in the moment is almost, like, not – it's not yeah. – that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> tough and it's I don't know, it's it's scary. And I like I think about my nieces and nephews right now and yeah, my older nieces and nephews that. and I'm like, you know, my oldest niece is 17, actually just about to be 18. And um it's like, uh how can I like grab her and shake her and say like, "Please, please, please soak this in." I don't like, think it's a, I don't think it's about right that. Now, it is about that, but I'm saying that like if you had the mind capability to think now what we – to think about what we do now when we were like 18, then yeah. I think we'd be at 18 how we are now, like trying to get through. But yeah. when you're 18, you're not even trying – you're in the moment. You are in the moment. Like you're not like – I mean you're like, yeah, looking forward to I college and you are, these things, but you're but not necessarily like 
taking that like kind of like outer body looking yeah. in. Like you don't like, I don't know. I think about nights we sit on our couch with our darn puppy. Like I never like, well, I do. I don't think you do. Like I'll take a sip of my whiskey and be like, this is what I wanted, mm-hmm. right? Like I wanted to be married. I never admittedly wanted a dog, but we got one. I love Willow. But, but now like, you love her. But now it's like, all right, I need to sit here and be intentional about soaking it in. Yeah. And like, I will remember that. And I will remember those moments. Mm-hmm. I don't think I necessarily remember those moments from when I was 16, 18, 21, whatever, because I never was like, kind of like Cognizant. above it all yeah. thinking about it. Like, you know, I th- you know, now I can look back and I'm like, yeah, I remember sitting in Andy's basement doing whatever we were doing, having yeah. fun. But like, that's as a memory. Like, it's really hard for me to like, I don't know, like, f- I guess connect deeper on what those moments really were. Well, remember, I think on another episode I talked about like some moments just aren't even there anymore in your brain. Like they just are gone. Yeah. And like that is kind of like what I guess being in the moment is because the moment is eventually going to be gone to some extent. Like your wedding, your things like that are going to stay. But like certain moments, like when we were just at my aunt's house and that was so much fun, like that is going to fade so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I won't remember that. But like we had so much fun at the time and I think it's like, yeah, we don't really have a point to this. We're just saying. Yeah. The cliche or like when you're told like you're young once, like that's basically like you have one life and like it's just, it's hard Yeah, you're, to you're young once, find ways to soak it in, find ways to, appreciate even when you're the old, things that you don't like, really appreciate, I guess. like, or that yeah. you're maybe like struggling with, like, yeah, like kind of us for now. And like when I, when I'm in a mood about like, what are we going to do when our, you know, moving, whatever, we're not getting into that. But like, it's like, I wanted this and I need to just love this for right now and realize that because I do. It's just hard for me to like appreciate it. Yeah. Not to get too deep, too quick. But I think one of the reasons you don't necessarily love where we are now is because all you can think on is where else could we be? What else could we be doing? Mm -hmm. Where else are we going to go? I think I also get like, when things happen, I'm like, content and then i'm i move on really quickly Mm -hmm. and like that's what has me worried about our relationship (laughs) like i'm like a fun fad right now but give it a couple years it's been six years not 10 months oh my god six or almost seven this year will be almost six yeah 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 whatever yeah yeah he worries no i don't gotta keep you on your toes babe i could do better than you anyway i'm not worried about it it's not about doing better i could do better (laughs) Was that everything? Moral of the story. Sum it up. I think the sex moral of the becomes story... less important. <laughs> you wrote that down. <laughs> yeah, I think moral of the story with kind of all of these points, these different ideas, the cliches, like this whole episode. Think deeper than what's presented. Look deeper than what's presented. Um, do things your way. Don't be afraid to do things your way. I mean. I don't know. I feel like we've done different episodes kind of about like designing your own life. I think all this is kind of tied to it. It's all about, you know, being the architect. It's the one, you know, you're in control. You've got to do what's right for you. Yeah, don't like just listen to these. Out. You got to block out some stuff from outside. You have to. Like you have to be open to other people, but you also have to be like great I'm glad to like listen to others and take others' opinions, but also be like, 
what you feel in your gut, I feel like is the most important. Yeah. Which now I don't have anymore. The gut? <laughs> I got feeling. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I lost all my gut feelings now that we live together. Anyway. All right. That's it, guys, that's it. Thank you guys we for listening. We will be fully vaccinated next, next time, time we, we yeah. speak. Next time we're talking. Yep. All right. That's it for this week. See you guys next week. See you, everybody.